Welcome to the Bravo Papers, a safe space for all us Bravo fans who love to analyze, deconstruct, and talk about our favorite Bravo shows ad nauseum. There's no such thing as overanalyzing or reading too much into your favorite Bravo shows and Bravo celebrities here. So join me, Bravo and Botox, as I find the depth amongst the shallow. This week, for the Bravo Papers Weekly News, I have a very special guest. She speaks Bravo. Before we get into the episode, I just want to give a heads up that she thought her mic was picking up the sound and it wasn't, so she wants to apologize and let the listeners know that her sound is usually much better, which I totally get because, you know, once you get into this thing, you become a stickler for sound. You want your sound to be good. Um, So her sound would have been better, Um, but it was just like the computer audio sound. So hopefully the two of us together sound okay. We had such a great time. Um, I've been wanting to have Emily Hanks on the podcast for a while, but you know, she does so much recording and recaps and stuff. And I think I always was a little like oh man, is she going to want to come on? And hopefully it won't be an inconvenience. I always feel that way with guests. Like I feel bad for asking almost, which I shouldn't. I need to ask people because I get excited when people ask me. So I got to get over that. Anyways, we had a great time. Uh, We discussed some of the major Bravo news stories going on and I hope you all enjoy it. Here's the episode. You know, every time the recording in progress lady says that, I act shocked every time. (laughs) I think, I think because I've only done the Zoom type thing, maybe like this is like my fourth one as (laughs) like, really. So I'm not used to it. You're probably used to it. I'm like, oh, oh, she just said something to me. Okay. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Bravo Papers, Bravo Weekly News. And today's very special. Very, very special because we have the talented, beautiful, fabulous, you know, intelligent, all funny, most important, funny to me, funny is most important. Um, Emily Hanks from She Speaks Bravo. Welcome. Wow. That was a quite that was quite a lot of good adjectives you used there. All true. I'll take all them true. all. Take them all. You know, we women, we have to take them. When we, we whenever do. we get them, we have to take <laughs> we, them. We do. <laughs> and I know that, you know, I know some of my listeners definitely listen to you because they'll, you know, I'll get those DMs of like, oh, yeah, you know, She Speaks Bravo was saying da 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 to like confirm, you know, if I'm like talking about a rumor or whatever. Really? Or just like, you know, just like general, whatever, Bravo gossip. But I don't, but maybe not everyone does. So can you maybe just tell the wonderful listeners what you do, what your thing is, and how you totally. got in into this whole like Bravo world? Oh, how I got into it. Okay. Well, maybe um, like how you got into like the content creating aspect. Yeah, t- totally. Um, well, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I truly had no idea that there was a whole content creating aspect of Bravo watching. I just Same. thought this was like useless information that I had because like, <laughs> I truly was like, I, this is what I watch when I'm like coming down off a bender. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what I watch when I'm 
when I'm like anxious and depressed. It wasn't, I, but so that's the only reason I had the knowledge in my head was it was like mm -hmm. my comfort shows. So when I discovered that there was a whole universe of podcasts and then I didn't even realize Instagram was as big as it was until the pandemic, like Same. right before the right before the pandemic mm -hmm. is when I discovered like watch what crap ends and was like, mm -hmm. oh, cool. People do this. And then I discovered sex, unique podcast. Um, and so for a long time, I talked about doing a podcast, but I say hi to Tiger. Hi. Oh, my God. I just got so excited. I love cats. I know. I know. I, that's right. I know you love cats. I'm a big cat person. I you are a cat this. person. <laughs> um, so I, I talked about it for a long time because, as you know, it's it it. It takes a lot to get you to finally start. There's a lot of talking about doing it for a while because it's, oh, but totally. it's scary. It's scary to it's actually so scary. do it. Yeah. So when I discovered the world of the Bravo content Instagram community, I dipped my toe in it. And I was originally going to do this podcast with a friend of mine. Uh, one right. Of I think I remember you saying that, that you had a like, We Speaks Bravo we or something. We Speaks we speak Housewives was what it was. Okay. You're good. <laughs> but he didn't have as much knowledge of Bravo as I originally thought. Yeah. You need to be like the obsessed. Yeah. Like he had stopped watching Jersey at like season oh, three. No. Okay. And I'm like, well, no. Mm. And so a couple, so we did a couple trial runs that didn't work out, but I just kept the Instagram and would post right. for fun. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the best advice. If anyone ever asks, like, how did you get into it? I'm like, just do it for fun because right. it's so saturated. Like everybody's doing it. And if you're not doing it because you just like posting, then it's not going to be worth it. Cause you, you know, I was, I literally had no idea anyone was even paying attention to my page. I think I had 700 followers <laughs> and Bravo while black, that mm -hmm. amazing podcast, they kept tagging me in posts and I thought they would tag me and then like Bravo TV and other big accounts. Right. So I eventually messaged Bravo while black before I like <laughs> knew that like now we're tight, but that then I just was like, Hey, I feel kind of weird, but I feel like you're accidentally tagging me. And I just want to make sure that like, oh my God. you tag the right account. Like, I don't want you to be tagging the wrong person. And she, and, and Kaya was so like, okay. was like, no, I'm mean to tag you. Like that's intentional. <laughs> I was like, really? I didn't know anyone even cared. Uh, Bravo, Bravo, ducking Bravo. She started sharing my stuff really quick. Like she's very generous. I really love her so she much. She is one of my favorites. Uh, absolutely. A, a human being, like one of the best humans. Yeah. Too. Just like, like a nice person, a great human being. So, um, little by little, I got like a following, if you will. Uh, of course. I, think I, got, I think I got to maybe 5,000 followers and that any accomplishment is an accomplishment when you're trying to grow. It's really hard right. to grow. Uh, and then I eventually was like, you know what? Everyone's going to want to listen to my podcast, I bet. And so <laughs> I made I made this like promo. It took me so long because I wasn't used to video editing or anything. Right. I think I even paid like money for a subscription. It was so stupid. And like 10 people liked it. No one really cared. So I was like, great. So then I got, uh, I did a, one episode of my podcast and I was like, I'm just talking to myself. Like, like no one's listening. It's a, and like, like you thought about, you thought. Yeah. And like, then I got kind of happy that no one was going to listen to it. Cause originally it started out as like my therapist at the time was like, can you just start the podcast before I kill you? Because <laughs> stop talking, talking about it. Yeah. And so I did it once and then I was like, this is weird. And then I did it again. And then maybe one more time, maybe three episodes. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I don't need to do this anymore. This thing's so stupid. This is dumb. Like I, I give up. Um, and then I had people reach out and tell me like, 
where did your podcast go? I think it'd be really fun if you picked it back up. And so I decided, fine, I will lean into it more. And that was around like beginning of 2021. And then I just put a lot of effort into the, like, then I was like, fine, I will actually kill myself over this thing. And uh, I guess like the rest is history. I got about like, I think so. I think like a year and a half ago, I got picked up by Cloud 10. Cloud 10 is a podcast network and um, they've just discovered the show, picked me up. And then I was like, I oh, I can that. really make this a business. And so then yeah. I really booked and hustled. Yeah, um, fully so gone was, for it. Committed. Committed. Yeah. And then, I think it. that's also very hard to do. Committing and like yes. and, and, and owning it. It's really hard. Like I definitely struggle, struggle with imposter syndrome. Like I had a photo shoot on Friday <laughs> And I felt like I left there and I almost had, and I was, I felt like I was about to get a panic attack, which was so stupid. I'm like, I should be so happy. Of course. But I think I was like overwhelmed because I was like, that was so out of my comfort zone. The only way to do a photo shoot is to own it. And oh, I felt of course. a little weird owning it. Like afterwards, I was yeah. like, is that so stupid? Like, what did I just do? So no, it's, it's definitely not. still a thing like that I have to work through because it's yeah. like, all we're doing is talking about Bravo TV. I mean, yeah, I talk but, about other shows and I talk about reality TV, but, you know, I just never thought there, yeah. I never thought this would be what I would do. Well, you know, I think the good thing is the Bravo audience is like the most hungry, thirsty for content audience. <laughs> like they just cannot get enough. Like they just want more episodes, more Instagram posts. So it's like, you know, I, I totally get it. Like a part of you is like, why am like, who cares about my opinion? But yes. they do. <laughs> and it's an amazing thing. It's really an amazing thing. And you know, it's I mean, you, you were you that, were one actually. of my first um, recap podcasts that I started listening to. Really? Yes. I can't remember. It was in like 2022 because I just didn't really listen to Bravo podcasts yeah. before then. I listened to podcasts, but not Bravo related yeah. ones because I didn't yeah. know that there were any that I would like enough. And then I, I think it was during Summer House. It was like the Ooh. first Lindsay gang up season. And Ooh. I think it was, I think it was, Pia. I think so. Yes. And I remember I, I listened to it in the car. I was like going running errands and I was like, oh, this is really funny. And I really <laughs> like, like, you know, the, I was like, the voices are not annoying. Like I'm very picky <laughs> about voices. I was like, I like her voice, you know, and, and like the takes and everything. So I was like, so, and then I just, you know, Aww, I became a listener. That's awesome. And then as Emily said, you know, I had been on Emily's podcast and this is was I your first, was I your first you guest were. podcast? Okay. You were. And I haven't had Emily on yet till today. <laughs> not on purpose. I just have not gotten my shit together since the summer. In the summer, I had a little break. So, you know, I did a couple little things, but, um, but since then I've been kind of scrambling a little bit, but like Emily said, like, it's so hard. It's, you know, you just don't know, like you, there's like, kind of like the line between the people who decide to put themselves out there and the yeah. people who are on the audience end. And once you go to the other side, it's yes. like, it's just like, oh, you know, that's it. And it's, and we're kind of a very odd, like who, like content creators are such a, like, we are still the audience, mm -hmm. but, but we are kind of like, because literally all my Instagram and probably all yours was, was just here are my opinions. And right. I'm going to show them. I just, I, I put, I just happen to post and that's it. That's the right. only difference between the people who comment on our stuff and us yep. is that we just take the time to actually create the content. Right. 
totally. But then we kind of become like, like, um, not celebrities in the world, but like, <laughs> I can't put any other word to it. Like it was crazy walking around BravoCon and having people be like, oh my God, she's Oh my Bravo. God, I bet, right? I was you like, must have been what? so excited. Well, I, even like I, I, nervous, the nervous is the better. I'm like, I'm like, please, like, I don't know. I don't want anyone to ever like, oh my think God, I'm in any so way nervous. like, yeah, no, 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 exactly. no. Like, We're I don't real. To, yeah. Like I don't, we're realistic. We don't think anything. Trust me. That like, I'm like, like, I'm like, I'm a loser. I'm a mess. I'm a, I'm a joke. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to always like downplay that. I don't any, I don't ever want anyone yeah. to think I'm like an influencer. Cause it's like, no, I, I, no. I think but it you like are. feeds into toxic culture. You know what I mean? Cause like I've admired influencers. I'm like, I I just was crazy. It was wild that people actually yeah, I like, think look it's up different, to content though. creators. I think it's different because you're not a lifestyle influencer. Yeah, I, I try so not, not to be. No, you're not selling like being a, you know, like I look at like some of these like mom influencers or whatever, like who are selling yeah. a certain like aesthetic and lifestyle or whatever. Yes. You're not doing that. Like we're doing like, let's talk about these fucking shows and we yeah. love them and you know, everyone just want, everyone just has opinions and we all just want to get them out, especially when you're watching the shows and you're getting so frustrated about things. Like you want someone to talk to and you just yes. want to see that other people are commiserating and, and yes. it's just fun. It's just, I really, I have this theory that all us Bravo fans are like kind of anxious too. And that we're all just like trying to like surprised. silent our thoughts with all the drama. <laughs> okay. So as I was saying, I feel like Bravo fans, a lot of them are just like, like me chasing drama for like you know, it gives your mind a distraction. It just lets you like put your life and your problems aside and mm -hmm. have like a fun, entertaining, you know, break from it all in a way with other people's drama that really doesn't have an impact on your personal life. I think we're all sort of looking for that. Like we can all kind of relate to that. Yeah. And I, I noticed too that the more complicated the show, like for example, Beverly Hills last oh. season. Oh, last so season was so complicated and like so those those episodes got a ton of listens a ton of views because mm -hmm. people like hold on it's like they need to watch the show and then they need to go dissect it more yes exactly and you that's know so like why... the more complicated and the harder it is to cover like the more exhausting it is to cover that stuff but i also oh, I understand bet. why people want to consume more of the content well i have to say that i only listen to two recap podcasts for bravo in terms of like recapping episodes, one is She Speaks Bravo and the other is Watch What Crappens. Those are the two. And I recommend. Oh my God, what an honor. Well, I mean, you know, there's only so many I can listen to in a week. But Agreed. 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 <laughs> but I also no, those are really my two favorites. I do listen to other Bravo related podcasts where they just talk about like, you know, the gossip and the news and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I do listen to like Kendrick's podcasts and stuff like that. But in terms of like, you know, recaps and recaps are hard to do. Like, <laughs> I'm like the fact that you guys do them and it's so much hours of your week. Like, I just can't with the notes that you must with have the to notes. take the notes, the rewatches <laughs> and then just the hours. Like I do this news episode every week, which takes a little bit of time. But no, it's, you know, you're completely right because it's, it's like it's, when you're recapping an recapping episode, is a different to, beast. You have to watch it. You have to mm -hmm. take the notes on it, but you have to watch it at least one more time mm -hmm. because it's so. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I didn't until very recently realize that when I was actually it was at the photo shoot, the makeup artist was like, "Well, then you also have to watch the shows." Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's 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 time consuming. <laughs> it takes time. It is, especially and right I'm now. Still, I'm still growing, so I do want to keep trying to post on right. social media. Like most podcasters that are big podcasters, they don't really bother posting that much because their podcast right. is what they need. 
but I need to grow. So then yeah. I'm also making content. <laughs> That's true. It's a lot. It's a lot. So everybody come and support us because yes. <laughs> rate that rate this podcast five stars. If you yes, haven't already, everyone you. rate, 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 rate. And join my Patreon, just a reminder. And, and join a, the Patreon. Join the Patreon. Yes. I started a Patreon in October. Um, and it is really fun to yeah. engage more personally and to be able to respond. Cause you know, like I have a lot of followers on Instagram. And I get a lot of DMs about the show and people sharing their opinions. But, you know, I can't discuss and respond to every single yeah. thing because you just can't. It's just not always human. I try. I really do try. Um, but it's nice, like, you know, the people on Patreon to be for them to be able to give their thoughts about the Bravo news and for yeah. me to always respond. So totally. here, how's that for a segue? Because let's talk about the news. <laughs> that was a great segue. Okay, thank you. I thought it was kind of crappy, but that's okay. <laughs> I loved it. So today is Monday, December 11th. Not really, but for the listeners, it is. Okay. Um, and I'm here to bring you your news for the week, everyone. So this is going to be even more fun because we're going to get Emily's opinions. Unfortunately, I have to start with this. With Tom and Tom on two T's in a pod. Okay, so I understand. I just want to give a preamble because I know that Emily on her Patreon did a full breakdown of it, which if you'd like to listen to, you can go to her Patreon and find it. We're just going to do a very short, like three key points. Okay, we're not going to, I didn't listen to it. You didn't. Um, I didn't. So I refused to listen. I I did look up recaps of it so I could see. And then I just pulled out like what I think would be the things that people would yeah. mostly care about. So I'm just going to go. Oh, I think I have four bullet points and then we can just talk about it. So let's start with him blaming Rachel. Yeah. She came on to a guy in a relationship who was severely depressed and who had no confidence and low self-value, which I find extremely hard to believe from Tom Sandoval. Um, and he thinks that it's a really bad look on her part to keep pushing the blame on everyone else, which the irony is just unbelievable because that's exactly what he's doing, obviously. Now, OK, before you comment, I just want to say one thing. He's not wrong about one thing here. She has been pushing the blame. And yeah. and people have been treating her like a 12 year old girl or something. There is that happening. But that doesn't negate him, which is what I ugh, which is why I still want to punch him. What do you think? What was I your think, reaction when you first heard that? <laughs> it was exactly what you just said. Yeah. I'm like, that's literally what you're doing prior to getting to that. Prior to getting to the Rachel topic, they had talked about how he's resentful of Ariana because Ugh. she created this climate that would push people to suicide. I'm like, no, 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 dude, your, your actions. Yes. Did that. Like, yeah, you did something. We reacted, unfortunately, because you're on a public platform. That's what's going to happen. And you're still trying to downplay it. Like, I mean, it's a reality TV star scandal and it's on CNN. Ugh. Like he keeps trying oh, to do, like downplay it like that. And Tom Schwartz even like he steps in and he's like, well, it's more like not what you did, but how you did it, Tom. Like, right. even he's like, I get it. You haven't learned anything clearly. So the fact that he then so he pushes all the blame on Ariana, he, he does mm -hmm. at one point say, 
I'm partly at fault for, and he doesn't really say what it is. And then he says, we grew apart and we both handled it wrong or something like that. I'm like, so you're no, not, no, you no, no, take no. any yeah. credit. Like you didn't. Yeah. And also, still how do you it. say, how do you say that you were living separate lives yet? You were so intertwined. You couldn't break up. Exactly. Like if it was, it can't be yeah. both of those things. You can't be so close that the breakup you know could drive her to do something drastic that you're worried about but we're we're practically broken up anyways yeah we were like it just it makes no sense and then he also different realities the other thing that that i didn't that i really did not appreciate his wording here as he said about uh rachel she made the first move and she went too far and got herself into a position what the fuck is that she yeah. got herself into a position. You mean like naked in your bed? I don't like, it's just the, he purposely is phrasing everything. And I'm just, what do you think about them even having him? Because it kind of oh. all the stuff that he says, like we expected of him, like he's a narcissist. Exactly. He, so I'm not even that. I'm like, yeah, this is like, you know, standard practice for Tom Sandoval, but exactly. But what do you think about you know, the two T's having him on Tamara and Teddy, who I, Teddy, I have more things to say about later, but go on. <laughs> right. This is, this is why I didn't even want to listen to it <laughs> right. or recap it. And I that's know. why, I, and that is why I put it on my Patreon. Cause I'm like, I don't want to give it as yep. much attention as they want. They only did it for attention because they both are just all they all they get is bad attention the two of them at this point that's like, true Tam Tamara has come back and now I guess she's embracing that she's completely the villain and like doesn't really have any redeeming qualities and mm -hmm. Teddy's Teddy you know everyone hates Teddy right so they they it's they felt they felt very boomer to me because this had already been done this like counter argument to the right to the whole movement like really are they that bad everybody cheats in this group kind of thing like I'm like are we still doing this we already did this at like the height of Scandaval the Howie right. interview was this this we already we already covered these very generic ignorant questions mm -hmm. so why are you guys doing this is it just to look cool like we don't care we don't care if you don't like them we like them type of bullshit because yeah, that's all it I feels like it. And they were so out of touch the whole time. And Tamara doesn't even watch the show. So she didn't even know. We have Bethany short... part two. Yes. She didn't even yeah. know basic obvious facts. Like Tom Schwartz has a tattoo on his butt of Bubba. You don't know that. You don't have a right to call them like misunderstood and have them exactly. on your podcast. You have to understand the show first and yep. the history that we're going off of in order to like have them on to mock us with it. Well, that's one thing I hate about Scandaval overall is that so many people jumped into it who were not Vanderpump Rules. And I'm not trying to be like a gatekeeper about Vanderpump Rules, but I kind of am. I but am. All the, yeah, I totally am too. We are, okay. But like, I totally yeah. hated this part of it. The like the Bethany's yeah. and the, even like, I, you know, I was like proud when it was in like CNN and New York Times. So I was like, oh guys, bravo, we made it. But on the other hand, it's like all these people are just, trying to latch on for the, you know, the listens and the views and put your time in, do some research. Like when you're gone, we're all still going to be here, you know, talking about, we were, you were here in, you know, season eight where the storyline was like nothing, where yeah. nothing was going on and it was a shit season or season nine or whatever. And they're just here for like the peak. That's why I was also so confused about this. The timing 
I mean, I get that there's a new season coming in January. I understand that. But on the other but, side, but it even just seemed, still, yeah, yeah right? exactly. Like if anything, still, do it right before it comes out. Like this felt right. like the weird, like in December. Why? It's like there was no thought put behind this, <laughs> and it was just like, oh, we never did anything Scandavali, so let's do it now. Like it's it's like Raquel releasing her own podcast now. It's just weird. It I it, it doesn't matter anymore like no exactly no they're gonna we already know they're gonna tom's gonna say this we know tom sandoval is gonna have this awful take and you guys the two of them encouraging teddy tried to sound like she was gonna be hip and hold their feet to the fire because like (laughs) at the beginning she was like i'm a little mad at you tom sandoval for having your friend jason be the first one to interview on your podcast oh she's so lame softballing you know like and i'm gonna hold you accountable like that's how teddy wanted to appear Yet they were like filling in. Tom wasn't making points. Like he kept starting sentences, not finishing them. Yep. And just, you know, people who like sound like they're talking, but they're mm-hmm. not saying a damn thing. That was Tom. And a couple of times he would get really like caught up and be like, it was like a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then they would help him out and like finish right. his sentence for him. And a couple of times, I swear, Teddy filled in a That's sentence. That's infuriating. That, like, wasn't going to be what Tom said. Like, for example, Tom's excuse for not breaking up with Ariana was, of course, like, you know, when you've been together this long and you, and I think he was going to say, and you have so many like work things together, but mm-hmm. Teddy goes, and your best friends. Tom goes, Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, you could tell he was like, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, my God. Sure. So they were, like, helping them or helping Tom. Tom Schwartz, like, was kind of useless being there. Uh, As usual. Yeah. He's just. And I can't. I can't tell. Is he now a host of the other of Tom's podcast, too? Because suddenly they're like, they're like, come over to our podcast. I'm like. I so it, it was... is Tom Schwartz is going on Sandoval's podcast. Yeah, but they were making oh. it seem they were making it seem like Tom and Tom were both the hosts, and we're gonna have. So I maybe it, maybe it wouldn't there, shock maybe me. They will. It wouldn't shock. Yeah, it no, wouldn't it wouldn't shock, shock me. me either because I think Schwartz separated himself from Sandoval yeah. for a while. You know, till the heat kind of. I almost feel like, in a way, the the two of them sort of think like with the new season coming, it's like we've washed our hands of Mm -hmm. San of Scandaval and, you know, we're going to be able to actually rebuild our reputation and, you know, kind of rewrite history almost. I actually think that they believe that because they were such a beloved little twosome for the longest time. And, and they, you know, I have to give them some credit. Like they know how to play it. And I do think that Tom is ready and he sees maybe how the climate is shifting a little bit, which it is. People are getting annoyed with Ariana's success. The misogyny is is coming, which is another thing I even had on my news list here. The backlash about her being Roxy Hart in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's sad and I don't agree with it, but I do think that he might be able to worm his way back into some people's favor. Agreed. I think some people are going to be like, OK, he cheated. It's been yep. long enough. Like Lala already said that at BravoCon. So the tide is already turning. And Mm -hmm. it really makes me angry that the tide is turning. I also, it makes me so angry that people are forgetting that before he cheated, he was also a piece of shit. Oh, I know. I was never a fan. (laughs) As I said, I think when I was on your podcast, I was so proud. I was like, I've always hated that guy. He's, he's, he's he's just, he's gives me secondhand embarrassment. That's first of all. 
and the band is stupid. The band. Oh, the band I, is I, terrible. I, 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 will, I will tell this story till the day I die. I actually did see the band in person. I, got, I remember. We got tickets and it was tone deaf. Oh, God. I bet. Tone deaf. And like the weirdest set list. It's just like songs he feels like singing. There's no like rhyme or reason. <laughs> two hours. A two hour <sighs> set of off key Holding of notes. Oh my god. Oh my god. So okay, one other thing that he talked about that I wanted to see get your thoughts on. He goes on this whole thing about he really loved Rachel. Yeah, dude. What was up with that? He says that he quit, you know, I quit drinking and smoking for her and that, you know, she went into the facility, so he got sober and he she wasn't just another hot girl and he hopes, you know, that that she did really love him and blah blah blah. Um, so yeah, what do we, what do we think about that? It just shows that he's incapable of like real authentic human emotions that are grounded in reality. Because if you don't look back on that experience and think that was not being in genuine love, that was something totally different that I'm learning a lesson from. If you're still trying to justify it and say, I was in love and I threw logic out the window for love, then- mm -hmm. You're, I think you're kind of hopeless, bro. Yeah. Because how do you really look back on the way that thing played out? The girl ended up in a mental health facility. Right. Like that was not about love. So how the, so it just, he's never going to learn. No, he he's, will never, he's, he's never, ever, ever going to learn because you're, that's not love. And the fact that you think, because we, I think if they had stayed together, fine. Mm -hmm fine. We'd all have to slowly sink into the reality that they have a twisted love that we don't get and whatever it happens, but you're not together anymore. She doesn't even talk to you and you're not going. Hmm. Well, I think you he's kind of mad about that. Yeah. I think he's kind of pissed because that would have helped his case a little bit. <laughs> totally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like she, she could, he could have been like, well, you know, we're like Romeo and Juliet. Like we just, you know, no one wanted us together, but we're, look, we're doing it because we're just meant to be and blah, blah. But she was, she really did draw a line in the, which I, I'm still shocked about to this day. Agreed, agreed. I'm still shocked that she was strong enough for that. Remember, did you also hear the part where he was like, the people she's surrounding herself with yes. now aren't, weren't around for her like big growth experience or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so like, it's like you were a part of a very toxic experience yeah. in her life. Yet you still look at you guys are like the real ones. Like she was a real authentic self God. with us. It's like she ended up in a mental health facility. Right. Exactly. She wasn't doing, she was not thriving. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, no, he's, he's dangerous, man. He's very dangerous. Like Lala was right about that. He actually is dangerous. And I mean, I'm just with the new season coming. I'm kind of like, I'm excited for it, but I'm also like, ugh. Oh, it's going to be so much of him. Yes. There's going to be so much listening to him and him whining and crying and trying to win people over. And doing and, like spiritual journey. Oh, shit. God. You and know, Sheena, <laughs> I already hate Sheena ahead of time. I, you know, I liked her last season. She had like my favorite moments. Oh, like, yes. I, I was reflecting. I was like, oh, maybe I'll do like a thing for New Year's, like my favorite like Scandal moments. And I would say maybe number one was her walk out of that courthouse. That was one of my favorite. Yes, exactly. That was a Emily snapping everyone. Um, that was were. one of my favorite. It was such a good moment and she's already destroyed it. But I mean, that's yes. so, that's so Sheena though, isn't it? 
It's so Sheena. <laughs> Sheena just can't help. But she can't help Sheena. herself. She She's cannot she- help herself. Always got a Sheena. Okay, so let's talk about Ariana on a more positive note. She she did so well on Dancing with the Stars. Her growth and, was unbelievable. Oh my god. I I watched that Britney one like a thousand Ooh, me times. Too. I'm just like me the too. biggest Britney Spears fan. So I was obsessed with that. Um, but she's gonna be Roxy Hart in Chicago. And she's getting backlash though. There's all these like I so someone posted about it on Twitter and they were like, whatever, they just shared the news. So as I do, I went through the comments, and like I would say the majority were like oh she got cheated on so she gets to be roxy like god it's enough already like that kind of stuff and i just like that just made me really sad because i think she i don't think it is i think if she had gone on and danced like maurizio i don't think she would be roxy right now like yes i get it ultimately the scandal led her to dancing with the stars which led her to this but she also proved that she can perform yes i think that um like I'm I'm a bitch about it because I having that we've been putting celebrities in Chicago for like 20 right. years at this point. And the role itself has become not an honor. Like I hate to be right. that person. But no, it's like, it, that is true in reality. But you because it, it's basically a PR move. But you're exactly right. right. When you go on Dancing with the Stars, it's not like they pick Mauricio to go on Broadway. <laughs> he was so bad. He was, I couldn't, like, I don't know how anybody can find him attractive after that. Like, that would, like, never. That, what I've never been less attracted to a human being just watching him move mm-hmm. around. Oh, it was bad. It with was his so teeth. Bad. With his teeth. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but so for people to be mad at Ariana for like getting another opportunity that to be honest is sort of like the natural stepping stone. Yep. If you get Dancing with the Stars and you've got a buzz around you, you'll probably get Roxy. It's almost a guarantee. Mm-hmm. And so to be mad at her for her success sucks because if someone offered you something that you've always wanted to do your entire life, right. like dance and sing on Broadway, you're not going to turn it down. Right. And I think people forget that this Vanderpump Rules cast, like they were all aspiring actors. Yeah. Like they were all trying to do music and acting like it's not like they're not interested in this or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it was exactly. like when Erica Jane got it. Yeah. Like, she was aspiring to be a pop mm-hmm. star. Mm-hmm. And like, in my opinion, Ariana, if we're going to go by who, quote unquote, deserves it, Ariana deserves it more because her career, you know, she happened to end up on Vanderpump Rules. I mean, Erica's whole pop career was funded by orphans and widows and she got on it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just I know people didn't know that at the time, of course. But still, like the whole discussion of who deserves it, quote unquote, is just to me, it's kind of irrelevant. The yeah. fact is that she got it. And what do you want her to do? Not take it? Like, yeah, that's, not what's, you. that's what's hard. That's yeah. what's really hard. Like, of is course she's going to take it. She can't help that all of these brands and all of these sponsors want to use her because they see exactly. her marketing value. And so yep. it, it's it got to be hard for her to be like, mm, I don't want to be oversaturated and have everyone resent me, but I right. want this money. Right. And you have to strike while the iron is hot because this totally. is not going to last. She's forever. not dumb. She knows. Yep, of course. And it's like, like you take it, you take especially when you're a reality TV star, you take right. the buzz <laughs> when you can. So you Sheena know? and Lala released a Christmas song. Speaking of aspiring musicians. <laughs> OK. Have you seen this? I have. And I'm, Christmas I'm, I, sleigh. And... <laughs> OK, 
I'm sorry, but like I rarely notice things like this. I thought it was horribly produced. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. Now that you said that, and I only listened to a little bit of it just for the sake of like this, mm-hmm. but I would agree with you. Yeah. Like I don't notice stuff like that because like you just. I don't usually shit. either. But like, oh, I thought James DJ James Kennedy certainly didn't produce this one because the yeah he should it didn't sound right. Like the their voices are too low, and then they have this same like weird instrument that's playing that doesn't sound quite right. And I was like, this just right. sounds like someone did it in their like garage and what do you think about the the shade at rachel so they say it's taking that shit out they're opening themselves up time and i'm trying to push off the naughty list you catch my drift i want to be an angel not a rachel bitch so that's the line everyone in case you didn't know i think it's not a good look take it out guys like it's too late we can't keep unless you're gonna unless you're gonna insult tom in there as well you cannot just go for rachel well that's my problem with it is that is that lala was defending him at BravoCon, and sheena's going to his after party and then they put out a christmas song and go after and listen i'm the most anti-rachel person that there is i (laughs) i I give her zero grace and i'm i'm fine like i don't think she's grown at all i don't believe anything she says all that kind of stuff however you can't if you're doing this and then you're kind of asking people to go easier on sandoval that's a really bad look yeah i thought i'm like if you can't if you don't have a tom if you don't have a tom one in there exactly you got to take out the rachel one totally that's the rule all right let's talk about beverly hills okay a little bit i'm sorry i don't want to keep you for too long i got okay good okay good i'm sorry i don't want to keep you like all day but i also uh do thank you for you thank you for being cognizant of that i've been on podcasts where like i'm going on two hours and i'm like well do you know do you know what is our time how long have we been on i mean we had some technical difficulties i think it's been like 40 minutes maybe yeah we also yeah so it's hard when you have two like bravo fans it's hard i know because we like watch everything know everything we just get (laughs) sidetracked okay so let's talk about um i do want to talk about beverly hills because teddy your favorite subject and mine i'm joking obviously um but teddy (laughs) backs up kyle richards which of course on her podcast And says the majority, okay, I'm going to read what Teddy said about Sutton. Because I missed this. Okay. Did you? Okay. It's bad. It's really bad. Oh, I so, can't wait. they are talking about the whole accusations of Sutton having an eating disorder. Okay. And Teddy says, well, the majority of your calories, so she's talking about Sutton, come from vodka and ocean spray. And then she says when they were in Rome, their only option for lunch was a sandwich in the Sprinter van one day. And Sutton had rage over this and was upset because she couldn't eat the sandwich. And Teddy said they were all trying to calm her down and saying you can just eat the cheese or pick parts out of it. And then Teddy says, you know what, though? The truth of the matter is she doesn't eat. And then so this this was like went on for a few minutes. And then she says, well, you know, I feel like Crystal has been open about her eating situation which i thought was in- <gasps> interesting that she didn't call it a disorder disorder because it's yep. what it is it's not a situation it's a disorder and then she says that she's been pretty open about her situation and the highs and lows of it which i would disagree with i would totally I, disagree with yeah she paints it as her situation is that she used to be overweight and she struggled with body image i think she has an eating disorder that's just my opinion i know i shouldn't be diagnosing but that's my opinion but what do you think about that? Teddy, 
<laughs> like, I can't even finish the sentence. Teddy? Teddy says, okay, this is what I noticed when I was recapping, because I rarely listen to their podcast, unless it's like something I, I have to do. For oh, I never listen to it. I, I can't just, stand like, them. Her voice is just oh, grating for me. It's terrible. When I was listening to the Tom podcast, I noticed almost everything Teddy contributes could be edited out. Cause like, I know that I, <laughs> I know that I edit my own stuff. And like, I, I, I admit this, like there are times when you're, when you're working with off a new guest, maybe that you get a little nervous and just kind of start a sentence before you're sure exactly what you're going to say. And like, you right. kind of, you note it, I'll even take the note. I'll, I'll edit these things out. Right. And I've noticed that a lot of what Teddy says, it's like, you just shouldn't start talking. Yeah, because what was the point of your story here with Sutton and the sandwich that her esophagus issue is real? Exactly. Because she couldn't eat the sandwich. But now so what you just read was so there was no like tie up there. She wasn't she I don't know what point she was trying to prove by saying that Sutton was freaking out about only having a sandwich and not being able to eat the sandwich. It sounds like she was complaining because she has a hard time eating. Right. So I don't understand what point that was. But then bottom line, she doesn't eat. Exactly. So, Thank you well, for that non-fucking point. Her point is that I, okay, I'm only inferring, but her point I think is to say it's not an esophageal issue. <laughs> it's an eating disorder and she has an alcohol issue or she'd rather spend her daily calories on alcohol and no, eat less. That's so, that's just so Which is not true. Not true. So problem. I'm just saying, in my opinion, I think that's yes, what that's, Teddy was no. saying. You are exactly right. That's yep. exactly Teddy was trying to say that's do so you, fucked up. Do you think that this, like, do you think that this is just fully voluntarily coming from Teddy, or do you think that this, some of this is like Kyle in a text being like, bring this up? Well, I don't even know if it's bring this up, but I feel like Teddy, when they're, when she is texting with mm -hmm. Kyle, is like, okay, I'll bring that up. Like, yeah, I, don't oh, even yeah. think, I don't even think Kyle has to tell her anymore. I think she, Kyle knows that Teddy's going to take it and run with it. Yep. It's like and she it's, it's so it's such an unfair advantage almost. Yes. And think <laughs> I mean, it's weirding me out that people still listen like their podcast charts and is always. Oh, I know. So well. And I'm like, are these all hate listens or do that many people really want their opinions? Because Teddy just keeps giving these bullshit opinions like that, where it's so, like, what is your point that she's that she is starving herself because she just wants to drink. So you're calling her an anorexic alcoholic. And if she is an anorexic alcoholic, that should be something we should yeah. be approaching with, you know, grace and with care and with sympathy, not with like, oh, you're a pathetic loser because you have an addiction. Like, it's <laughs> just that's the and that's the tone that I feel like her and Kyle are coming at it with. Which, I was surprised when mm, when Kyle when Kyle was like you don't eat I see you push around your food and you I was say very surprised and you say something like your esophagus or or you're, you can't eat for whatever disorder I'm like oh so she has told you about it exactly she knew so you she knew. knew and you still threw that out there like you heard her tell you about her issue and then you were like whatever it's just an eating disorder like that's what you did oh, in your God. head like that's fucked up Kyle. that is very fucked up and that's Anne Marie was like that new girl was yeah, like. Well, it was saying she okay so she was saying she hadn't heard of this disorder all Bullshit. this stuff okay well i don't want to be i yeah. have you as my healthcare worker because this is yeah. a thing yeah a quick google will give you a lot of information there's a whole thread now on the bravo housewives reddit of 
people who have, yes, of people who have this disorder, how difficult it's made their life, how sometimes when something gets lodged in there, they are not able to swallow their spit, all this other stuff. Like, it just, these women are just out of control, honestly. Like, it's just, let me just throw whatever I can at the wall and just see what sticks now. Amory made her, made herself look like a negligent healthcare worker being yeah. like, I've never even heard of anything <laughs> like that. I'm like, I feel like I have, and I'm not in healthcare, but like, I've totally heard of people talking about that shit before. So then Kyle also reposted a tweet. I don't know if you saw this. That says, I'm blocked. Oh no. Are you? I've been blocked for years. She blocked me when I had like 750 followers. I don't know how I have escaped not being blocked by Kyle Richards because I go so hard at her in the Twitter (laughs) roundups. Like she like I get a comment every week of someone being like, wow, this account really hates Kyle. And I'm like, yeah, are you new here? Yeah, I do. Um, (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so anyways, but no, I'm not blocked somehow. But anyway, so she wrote reposted a tweet that said, you know, what's funny? Sutton wants Kyle to tell what's going on in her marriage and every detail about her life. Meanwhile, this is her fourth year and we have zero clue why she got divorced and what led to it. Huh? I thought we have zero clue about why Sutton got divorced. Unless there's like some secret that we don't know about. I thought we knew that. But it's just Why it's did not... they get divorced, actually. I don't know. They just like grew apart, right? Yeah. And it's just here's the thing. It's not the same situation because one of them is a divorce that happened before the show. She was already divorced when she came on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like we watch Sutton and her husband in a relationship on our televisions for 10 years where Sutton portrayed a perfect marriage. Mm. And then all of a sudden they got divorced mm-hmm. like Kyle. Mm-hmm. She came on and was like, yeah, I'm already divorced. And my ex-husband was this rich, powerful guy, which I think she probably can't talk about certain things if he is as powerful as she says Mm -hmm. he is, which I think he is. She seems like genuinely afraid to say the wrong thing about him. She's frightened and you can tell. And I also felt like the reason was that he wouldn't let her be an independent person. Like she really gave she gave that impression that he was like, no, you're like my kept woman. Stay Mm -hmm. home. Mm-hmm. And I think she was like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So like, cause it takes a lot of guts to get out of that type of relationship. Right. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just not the same situation anyways. Like Kyle is acting like she hasn't been on my TV screen for 12 seasons, acting like her and Mauricio are, and being, you know, on the front cover of the not magazine for their 25 year anniversary. Like, it's just not the same. Oh, did they do that? I didn't know that. Yes. They were on the cover of The Knot for their 25th year. It was like last year, the year before. And he's dipping Kyle. And she's like, uh, you know, like dipped back. And it's like, oh, whatever year. Like, yeah. Like they have, that's been their thing. I I had this theory and I, th- I, I think I may just believe it because <laughs> it kind of, it kind like, okay. Whatever Kathy said to um, Rinna. Mm-hmm. about Kyle, which was so devastating to Kyle. I, I'm very convinced that it had to do with Mauricio. Oh, I, Mauricio I agree with you. Eating. And I almost think, but I think I'm going to fully think it now, that Kyle genuinely believed Mauricio when he denied it all these years. Mm. And then hearing that Kathy's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining her being like, everyone knows Mauricio cheats on her. Everyone knows or something yeah. like that. Like and confirmation. And it was like, fuck now. I And then Mauricio probably did his typical thing like, oh, you know, we know it's not true. Uh, I listen to the haters. And she's like, fuck you. 
Yeah. Like, cause this woman is finally like, fuck you. You're not even going to have, like, you're not even stepping up to fix it. Cause like something is different about Kyle. Oh, totally. Like, something switched and it all has to stem from her sister with mm-hmm. Kathy. And I'm like, that ch-, like, I think that she finally was like, wow, I cannot mm-hmm. deny this. And Mauricio probably didn't do shit to really make her feel better. He probably thought it was just like your typical, well, you know, they always say lies about us, uh, whatever. Exactly. But Kathy would know. Like if anyone would oh, really yes. know, Kathy would fucking know. And now her and Kyle are all made up. Yeah. See, I and feel like this feel... has united them. Right. Because she's like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Yes. And my sister's here for me. And my sister is likes Morgan. Yes. Like, God, now we found out Kathy even like got a tattoo uh, as well. I, I, like, Kathy, fully, Kathy like ships all of whatever Kyle is doing. Kathy is here for it. <laughs> Kathy loves totally. it. Totally. She loves like, it. Be a lesbian. I don't fucking care. Do whatever yeah. makes you happy, but get away from Mauricio. Oh, yeah. The Hiltons have always hated him. He's, yeah. he's, I mean, he's the root of all the issues between Kyle and Kathy, in my opinion. Literally, though, like he's yeah. like he fucking took clients from Rick to start his yep. own company. Like that is legitimately a reason to hate somebody. Totally. So and on another like related Beverly Hills topic, Julia Roberts was on Watch What Happens Live. Yes. OK, which was <laughs> yes. so fabulous. Yes. Like it was great. And they did that whole imitation. I mean, her Sutton wasn't the best. I'll give her that. It wasn't, it wasn't great. I was like, yeah, she doesn't like, watch the show enough to but know. She, really. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, we'll forgive her. She watches it. So that made me happy. So they discussed PK's like pretty woman <laughs> thing. Did you see that? Yes. And they talked about it. And Julia Roberts, I can't believe I'm saying Julia Roberts, like while I'm discussing I, I know, Dorit. I know. So Julia Roberts said how weird it was. And Dorit didn't seem like she liked it. And how, like, the first thing he said was, like, oh, you're not keeping the the necklace, whatever. So PK shared this on Instagram. Did you see that? And then Rob commented? Yes. What is... Okay, so I'll just tell the listeners in case they don't know. But PK shares it with the caption. I think she liked it, question mark. And then Rob Minkoff replies and goes, clout chasing. And then PK responds to that and goes, oh, he speaks. So, I mean, out of nowhere, the, Rob Minkoff. What the fuck is going on? Can some, like, Rob Minkoff? And I'm just so confused. Who is Rob who saying is, cl- is cloud who chasing? who is cloud chasing? I thought the same thing. I'm like, was he hacked? Like, was someone just like, log in? Because <laughs> it didn't even make sense. But I'm like, I wanted it to make more sense. But I'm like, who's cloud chasing? Is PK ch- cloud chasing? Because well, it can't be Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. That's what I'm saying. So is it who... But it's got to be PK. It's, it's got to be, be PK. Clout chasing using Julia Roberts is, I guess. And also, and, like, how, though? Because she's insulting it. <laughs> she's like, right. Like, he I mean? was putting it up as, like, a defense. Like, he was like, no, I think Dory liked it. And, and Rob Minkoff the knows record. the term clout chasing. That was my other question. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he was hacked. I'm not kidding. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. It's like those words wouldn't even come out of his mouth, in my opinion. But then PK responding and saying, oh, he speaks kind of made me feel like, do Crystal and Dory like low-key hate each other? And Good. now the husbands are in it? I mean, I'm down for that. But yeah. is that possible that maybe something happens maybe. later this season that we haven't seen you know, yet? Also, maybe like. PK is just maybe like Rob is like PK's a fucking creep and I don't like PK and like it just slipped out like he's like mm-hmm. clout chasing like he maybe he thinks these thoughts all the time about PK and he was like on some wine and decided to oh. comment okay and 
this is related to Crystal too. So another Crystal thing. So you know how she had that after party after Kathy Hilton's Christmas party? I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Yes. So allegedly. Mm-hmm. So Gertie was on the mention at all, like the Betches um, Bravo podcast mention at all. And Gertie reveals that she was disinvited from a Beverly Hills housewives party because Larsa Pippen was coming. Now, the the interviewer says, OK, well, oh, the direct TV. And she's like, no, 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 I was there. I went to the direct TV to Kathy Hilton's. But there was a pre party that I was invited to. But then Larsa was there and I was uninvited. So people are thinking it was Crystal's. Mm-hmm. However, Crystal's was a post party. But Gertie could be just misspeaking. You know what I mean? Like maybe she meant to say post. I don't know. What do you think? I or was you- under the imp- I was under the impression that Crystal called Gertie to say Larsa is going to be here. OK, that's so that's what I thought. But now that you're saying yeah. that, I'm like, maybe not, because I just can't imagine Crystal choosing Larsa over Gertie. Maybe for the well, I mean, clearly her husband knows what clout is, so I don't know. Maybe for <laughs> maybe because Lars is a bigger name. Maybe because Lars. Maybe because like the Marcus such a of bad it all. Look. Maybe Rob oh. wanted to be around. Maybe Rob wanted to be around Michael Jordan's son. I could actually see that as someone. That's, that's husbands. You know, you get the husbands who was really into sports, and this is like a legend son. This is like the athlete of all time. Uh, yeah, son. Yep. Yep. Because yep, Gertie seemed she seemed pissed. Yeah, and if it is Crystal, that really knocks her down a peg. Yeah, I mean, me. she's already kind of, like, I like her this season in that I like her commentary, and I agree with her about, like, I liked how she called out Kyle for, like, you've been sober for five seconds and you're acting, like, yes. so judgy. I love all that. However, she's also, like, kind of not that great she this season. She, she's a little boring. I don't know if they're just editing everything out. Like I know that yeah. I know that they edited out um, that scene when they're in Vegas where Dorit's like Garcelle, you're really like when she turned Garcelle's feelings into like an insult to her. Yeah. According to Crystal, she's like, I did speak up for okay. Garcelle in that moment, but they cut it. Yeah. And that's a big thing to cut because that I was is a big thing. To I cut. was like, where? Why is nobody coming to her defense? So that's a huge thing to have cut. And if that had been added to her repertoire so far this season, I think it'd be a little bit different. So I can't tell if they're just cutting out shit that she's saying yeah. in the scene and just putting in her her confessionals or something because they're really underutilizing her. Yeah. If if because she has so many, she, like she has so many things that she could have come in this season with like she right she had that whole thing Kyle I was that's what I was gonna say I love the I loved her feuding with Kyle at the reunion I thought she did such a great job she just had a great response to everything what were they even fighting about I can't remember it was it was about Kyle heard about how she had like 14 friends who didn't like her anymore like that was a great storyline yeah I would have loved that too I was just wondering what was going to happen there but she just decided to come in play neutral um Mm -hmm. which is kind of boring so yeah, I know it always, hasn't been like, good. There's always so much potential there. And I then know, and then she misses it. Take it, yeah. But, but I again, mean, I don't know if that's editing. And we do still have more episodes. Yeah, we're only on episode like seven or something. Is it seven already? Damn. Exactly, and we and we're and we're gonna <sighs> have like twenty five probably. Oh god, yeah, because it's Beverly Hills. It's Beverly Hills. The season never ends. All right, so our last topic of the day. Are you ready? <laughs> You ready for this topic? 
It's Hit not me. that. I don't think it's that crazy. But um, okay. So Alexis Bellino is officially oh. dating John Jansen. So that's not really the news. However, Vicky Gunvalson did this whole mm-hmm. thing criticizing her for it. And then Alexis shared basically on her Instagram story and says, this is her direct quote. Very disappointing from someone I consider a friend. I know things can be so... uh, Oh, sorry. I didn't know things were so bad at Kodo Insurance and that you resort to grab quick cash from a clickbait article trashing me. Sad that you seem to forget there are two sides to every story and 100% of your assumptions are false. Happy holidays. (laughs) That's why Vicky then tweeted. Yes. Yes. Go ahead and read that part because I'm sure people want to know. You know what? I forgot to write it down. Oh, I think um, I can find it because it was on, it's on Twitter. I'll get yeah, it. We'll see I'll who's... get it. Oops, I just had it. Here we go. Damn it. Oh, you're so fast. I was like. Okay, Vicky. Oh yeah, okay. Tell us what she said. Said, Kodo Insurance has been in business for 34 years. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Kodo Insurance Dash, which has been in business for 34 years, <laughs> Dash, is thriving. My feelings on a certain situation involving someone I think is being shady have nothing to do with that. Oh, and at least I have a business and don't have to depend on a man. Winky face, hashtag happy holidays, hashtag I'm a good friend. Okay, so do you think that Alexis Bellino dating this man is, like, how authentic do you think it is versus how much do you think it's for the show or the potential to get back on the show? Well, I'm going to say that I hope it's just for the sake of getting on this show and like using it okay. as a storyline. Because yep. if this woman really thinks that John Jansen is a good candidate for a boyfriend, oh god, then she's a real idiot still. Because I mean, she I mean, look at her ex-husband though. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, <laughs> girl, because John Jansen is pulling such a slade smiley here. Oh, by, totally. By going for someone who he's clearly heard as rumored to be coming rumored to be coming back on the show. So I would hope that she knows this is like a PR storyline move and isn't like, no, we could really be like in love because uh, red flags are everywhere with this guy. They are everywhere. He's he very much confuses me because he seems so thirsty, mm-hmm. but then yep. he does nothing when he's on the show. Like he doesn't seem like he wants to get, you know, like yeah. he's, not, he's not like a Peter or someone who's really yep. trying to get in the mess. Like he's not like that. So He's an odd duck. Like I can't. That's a but, really good point. Yeah. Do you actually. know what I mean? Because he's weird. Not, he doesn't do. He doesn't want to get involved in the drama. Right. But then he gets accused of being thirsty. It's like, why do you want to date a housewife if you're not I even gonna? Maybe he like, just likes the events and like the lifestyle. Oh, that's possible. Of, you know what I mean? Like he just likes like, oh, we get to go to this dinner and this yeah. like step and repeat. Like, is that yeah. possible? Like he likes having his picture taken <laughs> at these <laughs> right. events because he does seem excited for that kind of shit. Now, I mean, I am here for Alexis coming back. I Me have too. always been a proponent of that because she drove me absolutely nuts when she was on the show. Because she was so annoying and you couldn't use logic with her, partly because she was not <laughs> bright enough. But also just, you know, she just had these weird roundabout ways of arguing that drove me crazy. Just everything. I was actually always team Tamara when it came to Alexis Bellino. However, me too. she's she's like the missing link. I really like we need someone with her energy. I, I think she'll just bring like a good drama that also has that sort of like comedy 
that unself-aware comedy. Do you know what I mean? Like she lacks that awareness. And that's what, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. And also we haven't seen her in a while and so much has changed in her life. I think she has changed too a little bit. Yeah, like she has a trans son, right? Right, and she's really changed her views about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm here for hearing about that, especially if Heather's Same. there and like Heather oh, and yes. they can talk about it. So mm-hmm. I think that I only ever want to see a housewife come back that's yes. actually grown, has a new story to tell. Yeah. And I want to see them like in their new place in life, which is kind of why Vicky, there was no reason to bring her back full time yeah. because she wasn't going to talk about her relationship. She was going to mm-hmm. definitely leave that off the show. And she just wants to be fun bus, fun bus, blah, blah, blah. And right. that's like a friend. That's a friend of. You don't need that as a full-time housewife. Yeah. As where, and there's nothing really different about Vicky. Same old thing. She's got a yeah. new man. She's in a relationship, you know, yeah. love tank. Photo blah, insurance, blah, blah. et cetera. Exactly. As you know Alexis, what? all this is different. So I'm here for that. Same. And I'm not, I'm not sad about Vicky not coming back. I didn't really think she brought anything last year. I'm not sad about Taylor not being on again. I thought she was a big disappointment. I mean, if we're going to make a list of like the disappointments this year, I would put, you know, Danielle and um, Rachel from New Jersey as big disappointments. (laughs) And I would put Vicky and Taylor. Those were like four big disappointments this year, I would say. So, you know, people, some people were upset, but I was like, meh. I was just, I was surprised. But then the more I thought about it with Taylor, I was like, ooh, because Shannon got the DUI. Because Shannon and Taylor became like drinking buddies. So oh. before the DUI, I'm like, oh, that would make sense that they'd bring her back because then like <laughs> they could show. But then Shannon gets this DUI and it's like, mm, that won't be a good look right. to have because Taylor is a drunk. Like Taylor fully oh, like is totally, a drunk. Totally. And also too, that's like probably a liability. Like at this point with all the reality reckoning shit, it's like, we can't yep. have, it's like well, exploiting her. <laughs> Shannon's DUI really had a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Like I really think that the only reason Gina's going to get to come back is because of Shannon's DUI now. Like she really saved Gina. One more season, Gina. That's hysterical. <laughs> Again, I don't know that as a fact, but I'm just assuming like, how can you not? Have Gina come back to rub this right in Shannon's face? Like, how can you not? And Gina better, Gina better do something with it. Gina always disappoints. Oh, I know she really does. But Gina always lets she really. When it comes to fashion, she disappoints. When it comes, (laughs) (laughs) like she just, she does. I but I guess that's kind of like part of her charm a little bit. If we're gonna give her any charm, is that she always disappoints? She always disappoints. (laughs) that's her charm yeah that's that should, that should be her new tagline that's her tagline you want to be disappointed except like she needs like an accent when she says it oh god yeah her the accent, accent i can't do the accent her accent that gets so gradually worse like depending on the day yeah depending on her emotions in the moment uh-huh well thank you so much for coming this was so fun this was so much fun i'm so sorry i didn't do it sooner i really feel like i drop the ball a little bit but I'm so glad you're here now and um you're gonna have to come back again I was gonna say I'll come back and then you can come on mine I would love to come on yours anytime and whenever we'll you need swapping. me I'm free I love keep, it keep swapping I've been doing so many of the weekly episodes by myself which like I don't mind because like you know then you get to kind of just like blah out all yeah. your emotions and feelings about these shows 
Um, but then on the other side, I love to hear other people's ideas because it, you're like, oh, I never thought of that. Like it's just, yeah. you know, it's so fun. No, I like to do my stuff alone sometimes too, for that very reason. But then when yeah. I have a guest, I'm like, oh, this does actually make it more fun. <laughs> sometimes. It does make it more, it's totally more fun. Yeah. So tell everyone, tell them like plug city, where they can find you, all that kind of fun stuff. Okay. Um, I am She Speaks Bravo on all platforms. I'm much more active now on TikTok these days. And Ooh. you can find the podcast everywhere you get your podcast, She Speaks Bravo. And I also have a YouTube channel if you prefer to visually see what's happening. And I have mm. a Patreon. The Patreon's been a lot of fun. I do one bonus like Bravo vintage episode a week like this. Like I'm a doing recap, right? Like a recap. Yeah. yeah I'm nice. doing um I'm doing the Jersey season two fashion show, posh fashion show. Oh my show. God. That's a great one. Oh my God. I like you forget <laughs> about how good these episodes yeah. are until you go back and rewatch. So I do that once a week. Uh, and then also some other bonus episodes. The Patreon's fun. And uh don't we forget, guys, rate and review this podcast. Bravo. Oh, yes. Bravo Thank papers you. because it really does help. It's a free way to support any yeah. show. Yeah, it helps so much. Like people have no idea. Even like, mm -hmm. you know, when when we do put up a post on social media too, just like liking and sharing. Yes. Like it's all like free ways to support the person. It helps with the algorithm. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Know. But it does. It really does. It's okay, always about everyone. an algorithm. So you are now everyone in the know for everything Bravo. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. I'm sorry if I sounded congested. I'm still getting over this illness. I still kind of feel like crap, to be honest. Um, but I hope you enjoyed that special episode. I'm going to try to get guests coming in more often because it's really fun. And it's just like kind of like a fun way to shake things up, you know? Um what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, yeah. Join my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bravo and Botox. So four extra episodes a month, um, $5 a month, and you get my Bravo Weekly Musing, which is where I just give some thoughts on what I am thinking about something going on in the Bravo world. And it's, you know, usually some kind of drama or news story. Um, and I give my more unfiltered thoughts. So please join. It's a great way to have more intimate discussions, to comment on the podcast and actually be able to discuss with me. You know, when you hear things I say that you want to respond to, give me your takes, send me your messages, have, you know, more content to listen to. And we have a great time over there. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend or a hundred friends, whatever you want. You can follow me on Instagram at the Bravo Papers, or for my Twitter roundups, follow at Bravo and Botox. If you'd like to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash Bravo and Botox for some much needed caffeine support. And until next time... Keep overanalyzing Bravo.